What's poppin' everybody? Happy Monday. It's another Ricker and Bond coming you straight to your ears. We talked a little bit about Apple's killer feature. Slap a credit card onto a phone, get paid. Also, FTX US stock. That's a little more for me. I was pretty pumped about that, Bonjan. Also, is the $100,000 I'm making per month on YouTube recession proof? Find out in this episode. <laughs> Snoop Dogg bought Death Row. Pretty freaking G. Yeah. Talk about gangster, bro. Uh, and also, is COVID over? <laughs> we will have the final say on that. You're going to want to wait till the very, very, very end for that. <laughs> That 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 conversation just happened minutes before this, and we record these at the end. <laughs> Enjoy. probably won't be all in the episode but i let that go for a long time two minutes 18 seconds that was intriguing you were riding that and it only gets better yeah it was uh it it was dense it was unique he's kind of on he's kind of on his own phil collins in that one in my opinion in terms of like the production near the end like it kind of like overpowers his voice there is a uh a, a big ending big crescendo yeah. i think it's that song i'm pretty sure it's that song but yeah that was cool it was one of those things one of those productions where it's like there's like nothing and it's like anticipatory and you're like what's going on here and you want to keep on listening and i did because yes. i haven't heard that brent fires sent an unreleased track unreleased unmixed unmastered he just said hey guys i'm kind of feeling this not sure it might be a throwaway you want to throw it on the air like test gauge, it out see what interest. people say about it yeah, and so, uh, report back for that if you, if you like it, if you like it not, I like it. I also liked the visuals for this official audio of Mercedes. Every what time I N- hear Brent Fias, N-U-W-O. Uh, I don't know. It reminds me of the the month before the pandemic started, that February. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know because I think he dropped an album that month, uh, and I just listened to it every day, and then like the world started turning to shit, and I was like, huh. Was it the Fuck the World album? Yes. Uh, yeah. Ricker and Bond. Chop Not Slot version of that Fuck the World album. Very good. Slowed down. Very good. This video is cool. It's not a video, it's an official audio, but there's a video to the official audio, and it's a bunch of, like, black and white 90s stuff. Mm. Some skateboards, some graffiti, some people in a dancing in a suit. This guy has a Brent. record. It's Fayaz. Building his real name. I What's up, like everybody? I think his name is Chris. Ew. <laughs> yeah. 
I think his Brent is his middle name. Oh, that's not as bad. Yeah, wood. Where are you getting fly eyes from, dude? His name's Christopher Brentwood. <laughs> <laughs> He's twenty six. I think I thought he was older. But how tall is he? You know. Uh. He's like, if I had to guess, 6'3". I'm pretty sure I met him before. Yeah? Or yeah. you've seen him before? Oh, I went to his show in Phoenix like five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Before 5'11". Like, 5'11"? That's just what? 11, dude. That's the worst. You Like, you're almost at that 12. You might as well just be 6, dude. I could have swore he was taller than me. Maybe he had on heels. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably one of them platform shoes. Fame shrinks you. What can I say? <laughs> look, look at Abel, four three. <laughs> How do you think? Uh, I don't know. I forgot his name. Drake. Kevin Hart's so small. Why do you think Justin Bieber's so short? Why do you think Wee Man is a little little person? Genetics. Why do you think Bobby Lee is so tiny as a human? See tiny. Bobby Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. He's a little, a little pudgy Asian boy. Except he's like 50. The guy that was molested by... Uh, what was his joke? Uh, he was molested by a guy with Down syndrome? Yeah, yeah. As a, as a kid. Yeah. I wonder if that actually happened. I, I'm pretty sure it did. I mean, who am I? But <laughs> I'm pretty sure he wasn't lying. I love Shout that humor out. where you say something that's so dark, but you say it's so serious. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see people's reaction. Shout out Tiger Belly Podcast, home of Bobby Lee and his attractive girlfriend, wife, girlfriend. They met on a on a on a Tinder app, one of them joints. And the girl uh, knew he was Bobby Lee. Oh, really? Is, is yeah. Oh, I'm sure that helped with the the interaction. I'm sure that helped like with coitus. Themselves. I'm sure that helped them seal the deal. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that helped him get his foot in the door. Yeah. Being Bobby Lee and also looking like Bobby Lee, it's better to to be Bobby Lee. Nothing just, no, I'm not saying Bobby Lee is a bad looking guy. I'm just saying. Just a little bit of fame, just a tiny, a tiny smidge. Mad TV. Will make you stand out next to another guy who has none to women. The Hangover. Was he in the Hangover? No, he wasn't. Racist, bro. I think he was. He was, uh, he was trying out for the the role of the the doctor, and he. I don't think he got it. Uh, I don't think he, he was talking about either. that one time. And he was like, <laughs> I think it was something along the lines of like, "Dang, dude, that that guy got one of the roles again." Because apparently, there's not like too many, too many uh, super prominent Asian actors, uh-huh. and uh, I forget the guy's name. Kim Jong. Um. I, I, was that yeah, yeah, yeah? I was wondering if that was the character's name or his name, Ken Jong. Leslie Chow. He's probably the same age as freaking uh, Leslie Chow is the guy's character's name. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Just Leslie. <laughs> yeah, that was a. I watched that movie the other day. Dang, he freaking his second sentence in Wikipedia saying he played Leslie Chow in The Hangover. Yeah, I guess that is how I know him. I think he had his own show too. He's a mass singer since 2019. Yeah, he's doing, I think he's doing well. (laughs) If you're out of the mass singer, doing well. Yeah, Dr. Ken, 2015, 2017. That's like a solid, uh, 
a solid, stable job in Hollywood if you don't want to be like going on a bunch of canceled shows over and over. Just hop on The Masked Singer and be a judge. The Masked Singer debuted around the time of I don't know off top but probably seven seasons 29 how do you have 2019 seven seasons they probably do like two or three seasons a year probably precisely that (laughs) (laughs) exactly like that (laughs) they want to make it look like they've been around for a while four years times two celebrating 40 seasons of the max (laughs) years Going all the way back to the famed 2019 OG guests, such as... Uh, I'm trying to catch up to American Idol. <laughs> guests such as Hurricane Katrina and the earthquake from 2019. <laughs> um, I watched The Mass Singer. It's, it's fine. There was a whole, we had a whole breakdown of The Mass Singer. Why, when, and how? Yeah, I don't What know. is extinct? This is another... Oppenhead accidentally time travel from the Galapagos Islands in 1835 to present day Shanghai. A little China. Oh, that's a Chinese movie. They make their way through the city in confusion. They make the why is it a Korean in a Chinese movie? Well, said like I, <laughs> I said Korean. A Korean. I said Korean, and some some deep German came out of here. Something <laughs> sounded like sounded like you had like like a history of trauma that just like popped out. Oh man, are you what? what you want to talk about it? Yeah, it was uh, what they do was, to you. No, I was gonna say a a uh, Bobby Lee joke, but I don't want that to be on the internet forever. You know Richard yeah. Kind. You probably know his face, but this guy's also in this in this Galapagos Island. Movie Richard Kind releasing in China. Look up Richard Kind. You'll never know what his name is, but you know his face. Uh, sixty-five years old from Trenton, New Jersey. What is he in? He looks kind of just familiar. about everything. <laughs> you don't know who he is? Looks like someone's dad. You never seen him? No. Richard Kind. Never seen Mr. Kind. Are you kidding? He's in. Uh, I don't know what he's in, but I've seen him. I feel like I've seen him a lot of places. Hollywood. Ricker and Bond. Cold intro. The devil plays in Hollywood. Oh, yeah? Are they good? Hmm? Are they good? Are they good? It was like uh, kind of a rock. No, I'm talking about Satan. Ah, okay. Yeah. Is he good? <laughs> is he good? This is Hollywood is his playground, his breeding ground. Playgrounds are nice. When's the last time you've been on a playground? Uh, Probably like... including including like street playgrounds street playgrounds yeah just like a basketball court uh honestly it's probably been like a year since i've been like oh i mean i go to parks and i walk around parks are not playgrounds (laughs) don't kid yourself dude that's completely different i'm not allowed on playgrounds anymore i went to not for the reason you would think just because that's a solid line (laughs) <laughs> that was funny what was i mean was i mean i'm thinking of the reason of, of, of kid related reasons that's what you would think yeah you kicked the dog <laughs> i wrote a type five commie set and uh i i said it to my friends uh-huh. i would say it was about a a b to b plus reaction nice but it's like i don't know it's pretty bad it's like a pretty, type five yeah type five Maybe. five minutes of stand-up okay. I thought you said type five for a second and I, I let it breathe just to like maybe I would understand what a type five comedy set is. Maybe like like type five civilizations. 
or something, but uh, tight five sounds better. Tight five. That's pretty. That's pretty substantial. Yeah, a I, tight five. Yeah, I have, I don't have it memorized yet. I have like half of it memorized, but it's kind of like it's kind of it's not it's not fucked up, but it's like off color. Mm. Yeah, might might go to a, a stand up uh, open mic and try yeah. it out. Tight five, dude. Yeah, that'd be a, a, a nice thing to do every like like quarter. Make I kind of nice like high five and go up there and see what uh people like people don't like. Yeah, I feel like I I feel like maybe in Hollywood or L.A. California, if you're, if you're not famous, actually probably anywhere, you could you could get away with some pretty bad stuff at like a really small venue because those what's, are like their. What's the worst thing? Is it is it a uh, what's the format? Is it kind of a story? Is it uh It's not a story. It's just like one-liners. It's just joke after joke after joke. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I don't give them a chance to recover. Like, <laughs> I just that's 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 one of my favorite formats. Yeah. Shout out Norm Macdonald. I've actually so, yeah. never seen a Norm Macdonald. So, uh, what's uh what's the first joke you remember? Uh, I'll say I'll say one of the like the medium jokes. Okay. I, I said I said something like a. Hey, uh, so I just, this one isn't even bad. So I just uh, saw the new Spider-Man movie. Pretty awesome, you know? Pretty interesting uh should say concept. amazing Spider-Man, eh? <laughs> pretty, pretty interesting concept, you know? You know, I bet you, the, the multiverse, you know, different universes. I bet you there's a universe where Zendaya actually has tits. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was Solid. just one of them. This one, uh, that is pretty... Uh human pointed yeah just like just poking fun at the most famous woman in hollywood right now is that most of them human oriented uh, they're or like they're person oriented no well specific some of them are just like ah oh, dude or one of them is just like ah oh, dude what the fuck i think it's better not better but i think it's i would lean away from the specific person i think it's a little uh more of a art challenge to do generic yeah that is a funny joke yeah i'll tell you i'll tell you some more off camera i don't want to get joe rogan <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I was gonna bring up like we probably have how many hours of online stuff kind of sucks that i have to be worried about that yeah and it's like clearly comedy oh it's coming too i mean yeah I, you have a lot of hours <laughs> a lot of hours and a lot of you know humor <laughs> And and dark humor, yes, dark racial humor. Shout out! <clears throat> I'm still I'm still in the SEO cash. Yeah. So what about a uh, what about Joe Rogan? What about him? Were we done? We're gonna talk about him? No, you just brought him up because of the oh the uh, hours online. Do you think that's a uh, a political not a political but just a hit like by a specific? Yeah, I mean, he, it's just kind of like media in general, probably. Yeah, like I, bro, look up fucking that what's chart. his name? <laughs> what's his name? The radio guy, Stern. Stern. Like, come on. <laughs> he, he, he look. He has a blackface video. <laughs> it's just the most egregious thing I've ever seen. No, no one's talking about that. I'm sure people probably did when he was starting out. He was probably taking share away from like. At least radio. I think the issue oh, is it's like 100 million from Spotify and everyone's like, oh, 
Why does Howard Stern even like? Does he own half of Sirius? I don't know. Probably should. You don't want to have He's my probably baby. the reason 80% of people have Sirius in like the beginning of the 2000s. Yeah. 2006. Syndicated in 1986 to 2005 and then went to Sirius. 86 to 2005. Jesse's mom. Let's go, Stacy's mom. That was a song, dude. Yeah. Got MTV is a good video, too. Um, Apple contactless pay. Tap to pay. Saw that. Pretty freaking crazy. About time. Like... Suck it square, suck it stripe. Um, done. It's done. not as, I don't think it's as easy as like just an app. I think you have to integrate it into like your own business apps. Um, but it did say uh, merchants will be able to unlock contactless payment acceptance through supporting iOS app on an iPhone XS on later device or later device. And you can pay other people too, right? Just by touching phones. It said wallet to wallet as well. Oof. Um, Apple Pay. Oof. What was that thing? Remember that? Uh, is like in middle school era, and it was like, like a friend contact thing, and you tap, you tapped phones. Remember? That? Oh, what was that called? It's like a contact book, or like a. Me- it wasn't even like a messaging thing. Is it called Bump? Mm, maybe. But big flashbacks to that. Big Bump, flashbacks. Yeah. Discontinued um, in 2011, number eight on Apple's list of all time popular iPhone apps. So, probably. What did you even do with it? Social media network, you bump your friends. <laughs> and then you run out of friends and you're like, oh, I don't know where to bump. Purple. What if I don't have any friends? Um, freaking tap a credit card onto an iPhone. And you pay. Like, That's hard. No, like, crazy. Do you think, um, what's his face? Uh, Dorsey. Dorsey's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> made a fresh batch of square things. Yeah, dude. I don't, that is quite the development for like, I mean, Stripe said it's already integrated. So maybe it might just be like a plug and play thing for like square stuff. Because it said, Stripe will be the first payment platform to offer tap to pay on iPhone to their business customers. Uh, I, it, I'm not clear if it's like that would be great in the barber shop. A super easy app. It, it kind of it's marketing as like a random farmer can have a phone and then get paid. So if that's the case, if that's the case. Next time I go to a farm, I'll be <laughs> sure to have my Apple Pay set up. If that's the case. Like, well, Stripe will be the first payment platform to offer tap to pay on iPhone to their business customers, including the Shopify point of sale app this spring. So it kind of sounds like people just integrate it. Like if you have a business and you're using that stuff already, you can plug it in. But if you're not using it, then you can use an Apple app. Either way, pretty freaking crazy that like you just updated an iPhone software and you can tap a credit card. Yeah. NFC. What is that again? NFC technology? Near field communication. There you go. 
opening uh, opening keys and whatnot. Opening keys, opening doors, transferring data. Tap to Pay on iPhone will be available to participating payment platforms and their app developer partners to leverage in their software development kits, developer kits in an upcoming iOS software beta. I remember when NFC chip first came out, I think it was on the iPhone 8. And I was so pumped because Android had had it for a while. Mm-hmm. But it couldn't, it didn't do anything. It was just on there. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. What was the first uses? Uh, the first uses was just Apple Pay. Oh, actually, no, that was, that was why they added it. So you could do Apple Pay. But that was the only thing you could do. But with Android, you could like, send files you could do everything but with apple but with apple you could only pay pay for stuff and now i think you can like open doors and start your car and do a bunch of stuff quite the moat of using a hardware phone yeah um this is stripe's chief business officer whether you're a salesperson at an internet first retailer or an individual entrepreneur, you can soon accept contactless payments on a device that's already in your pocket, your iPhone. Talk about a moat, dude. With tap to pay on iPhone, millions of businesses using Stripe can enhance their in-person commerce experience by offering their customers a fast and secure checkout. Um, what this... Uh, so fast. Oh, God. What was that? Sorry. I think you just went to a, your Apple microphone. Um... Tap to pay work with contactless credit card and debit cards from leading pay networks, including American Express, Discover, MasterCard, and Visa. Which does mean that if you're using a Crypto.com or a uh, a uh, Coinbase card, you can essentially pay with crypto using oh, shit. using a card. Which is basically kind of the only way to do it, like commercially right now. I wonder. So, like, if I had like fifty dollars in Bitcoin, I think I, I think the way that happens through like crypto cards and like Visa, and I think it's like a Coinbase card too, is it it might like buy that Bitcoin at a spot price right there at that time, or it's already stored or what? I'm not sure if it's debit or credit. There's credit cards, right? For for like Visa, crypto, crypto.com, perhaps. I'm not sure. If it's credit, then I think it might go through those platforms. They make a trade for you from dollar to probably just Bitcoin. Do I get taxed on that? Yeah, probably. I think so. Fuck that. Yeah, there's still fees that kind of like negate the kind of the point of things. <laughs> Fuck that. So, 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 so I get taxed on the crypto and then the barbershop gets taxed on the income. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, taxes are coming. It's not like they don't exist. Taxes are coming. I was freaking out last week. I was like, yeah, yeah I had that, uh, about had to that go talk to... ago. Oh, God, dude. My boy Chris told me how to write shit off. Like all my shit that I bought this year, desk, speakers, computer, piano, TV, oh, yeah. all written off. Um, some business expenses all written off. I started with my car. The huh? crypto stuff, though. What crypto stuff? Like Coinly stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, I used it. I didn't. I just used to see how much i owe i'm probably gonna pay for it and just give it to my guy but i was like freaking out because i was like dude i owe like fucking 10 grand and now i just wrote up wrote off a bunch of shit so i might get some money back 10 grand from the coinly thing yeah 10 grand from crypto gains i would owe 
You're writing off crypto gains? No, 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 no. So I'm being taxed on crypto gains. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what, 22% or something? Mm-hmm. And so I, I did the math on Coinly and it said, oh, you would owe like this much money. And I said, okay, fuck. Um, my booty hole is super wide. Um, super wide. <laughs> this is the most vulnerable you'll ever be. Yeah, and so I was literally like, yo, what the fuck do I do? And my boy was like, dude, you spent a lot of money on like business shit this year. You technically work from home as a videographer. Just mm-hmm. like write off all your stuff and that'll bring down your income so you'll get taxed on less. And I bought so much shit that um, I might not have to pay anything or it might get money mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. So uh, Don't be purchasing a lot of stuff. I was trying to think. Why not? It's business expenses. Not a lot really brings it up. Got a table and stuff, and I just kind of said, I don't care. I'll pay for a table. Um, and also, you don't like to, you don't need to, like, you can go buy stuff for your business, and your business doesn't even need to make money because mm-hmm. you could be like operating at a loss for a couple years. Mm-mm-mm. So I, I wrote off everything I could, and I was like, dude, fuck, I'm still going to owe money. And he was like, dude, think harder. Like, what else did you buy that helps you? make content photoshop mm. final cut um mm. bluehost subscript like just mm. subscriptions for websites <laughs> you know all that shit that. all that shit <laughs> backed up to th- like two grand i just went through all my statements i was like holy shit i spent a lot of fucking money yeah the, the bluehost the bluehost triggered <laughs> triggered the triggered the brain <laughs> bro go through all go, go through your statements uh, you spent more than you think oh yeah i spent uh, yeah i have <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking like, well, I bought a table and that's it. And you said Bluehost and I said, oh, the internet stuff. <laughs> Bro, fucking microphone, microphone stand, headphones. Is that 2021? Um, Might not be. But there is a, there's definitely some significant, some significant internet things. I even threw a couple dinners in there. Yeah. yeah. No. Gotta, gotta eat to, to work. It's true. Apple and taxes. That Apple thing's pretty freaking crazy, man. I saw it coming. They they did the same thing with uh, Tile. How they literally just put them out of business by saying, we're going to make our own thing. And also... We Having already it already on an iPhone, and, and I guess you had it with the NFC already, but that is, that is like... There's companies and companies that have, you know, Stripe, Square. Um, does PayPal have any point of contact sales? I think so. I wouldn't be surprised. But Can I like, just talk about for a second how awful PayPal is as a company? Just awful. That's pretty good. Why? Why is that? Because they like do the most to make sure that you don't get your money. Like you, you, the, you, uh, everything could be ready to go. All your tax information ready to go. Everything's crystal clear. Go hit withdraw. Sorry, we can't give it to you for five days. We need to do an ID background check. PayPal stock. Boy, that's a chart. I didn't know. Pay- oh, that's on FTX. Speaking of, I have some. There's some cool PayPal or FTX stuff. Yeah, that's kind of a sentiment for a lot of people that do business through PayPal. Yeah, Stripe is cool though. Stripe apparently has like a just a stranglehold mafia claw on the VC world in terms of fintech stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a a Twitter thread, and someone was like complaining because they were making a fintech company, and Stripe has a stranglehold somehow with like investors and like YC cats. That and sucks. Can't oh. Freaking plow through street bay, dude. 
PayPal, that's bro. That's the way it is. That's just the way it is. PayPal stock. All these freaking NASDAQ charts are red as a butt. Yeah. 2020 gains. Literally back all the 2020 gains, except April. That's the a Lord sexy giveth, time to buy. And the Lord taketh away. <laughs> the Lord says, hey, you can finally get in people who started investing freaking a year ago and saw nothing but greens and all-time highs. You want to hear something interesting? I would love to hear something interesting. Okay, so I kind of feel like we're on the brink of a recession, right? Okay, why do you if think not, that? If not this year, then next year. Just because of like inflation and most, mostly because of inflation. And I'm walking around downtown LA last night because the Super Bowl is on Sunday. And everybody's partying it up. Money's being spent. Like there's, there's a lot of money being poured into the industry right now for entertainment. And I'm thinking like, wow, like the economy seems to be really hot right now. People are spending, um, like people's trust in the dollar is probably strong. Like if there's like a recession, most people on the street aren't really thinking about the strength of a dollar. Most people aren't, but I am. Most people don't give a fuck. 99% of people don't care until it's too late. And I'm thinking like, dude, like all this could turn around like so quickly. Like then this time next year, like no one could have a job, you know? Just yeah, like, uh, I mean, the two kind of aren't super, super correlated. You kind of have Starbucks raise their prices, right? Cause they're like, yo, there's heavy inflation. These labor costs are going up and supply constraints are happening. And that was like the three trilemma of, of why they're hiking prices up right now. Mm-hmm. Why do you say people won't have a job? So I'm thinking about like in terms of events, let's say I was having an event and I needed like some stuff. I need like a stage, a sound guy. I need catering and shit. So 15 grand here, 25 grand here, 30 grand here, blah, 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 blah. What- How much is that on, on credit? On credit? Yeah. That's the only thing that, uh, not the only thing, but the majority of as inflation and, and, and money things goes, it's if people are overspending on credit, then it could all come down for a lot of people. So like everybody, so well, what, yeah, what I'm saying is everybody, I don't know if like most things are bought on credit in the entertainment industry, honestly. So I can't speak on that, but let's say there's like an event and there's certain levels of companies that need to get paid. Right. And the top guy or a block in that pyramid doesn't have the money. So then everybody underneath them doesn't get paid, you know? So the event organizer or the, the, the promoter or whatever doesn't have 200 grand to pay 80 people, you know, that's, that's pretty fucked. You know, that's when you, that's like a huge chunk of the middle class, the working class, at Mm -hmm. least in the entertainment industry. So you got chefs, production assistants, filmmakers sound people and there's just so much like money well where's where's where's, what rug would be pulled um just somebody important not being able to pay like i don't know for example i don't think this will happen but like what if live nation was like ooh, i don't know if we'll be able to make this this budget this year or something correct but i mean live nation has a lot of money so it'll probably be someone underneath them but Live Nation's not going to foot the bill for someone that can't pay, for like another company that can't pay, you know? Well, still, what I'm saying is, what is the lack of 
and come, come in. How do you, how do someone wakes up and say, this is the reason I'm not able to pay my supplied entertainment chain anymore. Well, the money has to come from consumers and if consumers aren't spending. God dang it, dude. Consumers not spending. Right. So all this, all this entertainment money, whoops, all this entertainment money flowing around in Hollywood right now. Well, most of it is from consumers, right? Spending money, paying for these companies, and these companies spend money on ad dollars. And <clears throat> these ad dollars trickle down to like the, the entertainment businesses, like I said, catering production. And that's where like most of the money gets spent because it takes a lot of cost and it takes a lot of labor to like create like an event. And I feel like that would be one of the first things to go because like as a society, the first thing we'd look at is in my opinion is be like, okay, maybe this is like, maybe we don't need all this stuff. So we're going to cut these jobs first. So, we don't need, we don't need to pay someone $25 an hour to walk around picking up three pieces of trash. Yeah. When there's a lot of income in a country, you, uh, you get, you get paid more for kind of less things. There's a succinct way of putting that. Um, yeah, if people can't do excess things like go out and entertain themselves to a super, super, super high extent, like people don't have enough money to go to a concert because chicken costs more right now, mm-hmm. then you could see stuff kind of going haywire. Um, I, I wonder if like, let's say someone makes a lot of money on YouTube and let's say we had a recession that was like, like a Great Depression. I don't know mm-hmm. if it would be that bad, but let's say it was as bad as the Great Depression. I wonder if that money would still YouTube be flowing to them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, Do you think Target would be like, yo, we can't afford to pay for ads anymore, so we're going to stop advertising on YouTube? Uh, um, does internet ad spend go down? if people are tight on money. One thing that I always, I, I think I think about a little lately is like thinking about these like cycles of, of like boom and bust and credit and then consumer spending and stuff. And everyone always says, is, is this a different scenario? But does technology and internet really put in a different factor that hasn't been there before? Like these cycles, persisted over like hundreds of years of like consumers and stuff and well but does the internet really changed something quite different last recession was 2008 and something a little later youtube was kind of new so it's kind of hard to tell uh you could you could probably see history of ad spending and marketing for companies in recessions um Is ad is marketing into well? Will Graham Stephan continue to make two hundred grand a month on YouTube in a recession? Well, who, who are the the top players in like marketing on YouTube? It's not like is it all Target? Probably not. No, it's not all Target. Who is? But like, I don't I don't know who the biggest advertiser is. Great question. Um, I would assume there might be some public data on that. That, uh, oh, 
Apple. <laughs> Apple? Uh, shout out Statista. I like Statista. Because it rhymes with Batista. This is the leading YouTube advertisers in the United States between March 2020 and February 2021 in advertising spending. So by that title, it sounds like it is talking about people spending money on Google to put up ads on YouTube. Apple, 237 million. Disney, Trump for president in 2020, 2021. Biden, Riot, Riot Games, Hulu, Procter & Gamble, Geico, Verizon, Expedia. So if Apple is like, yo, no one's buying $1,000 phones because we're in a recession, let's cut back on the ad spend. I think that would affect, possibly. Well, I mean, you know, if Apple stops, if Apple cuts spending, then they are kind of uh, like 237 to 177 is the one to two, but Apple has cash on cash. Like I said, Apple is a freaking mafia in this joint. Uh, Disney yeah. as well. But I mean, it, it's also like if, if people are strapped on cash, Apple's going to still want people to be like, oh, you think people start stuff. So like Apple makes a lot of money from services, Apple music, fucking mm -hmm. Apple news, all that stuff. You think people start canceling those? subscriptions get cut if people are super, super tight. This this is probably analogous things. I feel like subscription in, in, in two thousand eight, you would probably see if people stopped buying some magazines or something. I I do. It's it's interesting because um, I don't know how many people are really like spending excess right now, and it's probably it's probably just a, a general amount of this in the world of the in the United States, but like. I feel like people who would be broken by a recession probably don't spend super much excess. That could be naive of me to think because like something happens and, and the plagues of a crash or a recession and uh, the real economy comes down and people are like, okay, I can't, I gotta, I gotta do something because it's not going great right now. You know, like Netflix is the first thing to go. Got to cancel the Netflix, got to cancel the Apple music. If you're that strapped and like you're on the brink and a recession just puts you over the edge, I don't know how many people are like already spending more than they could or should for like protection's sake on subscriptions. Like if you're if you're pretty on edge financially, maybe you're hiding things and it's like okay now, but and I feel like people still especially if you have kids, dude, if you have kids, if you have kids and you're on the brink of that, you're not, that's tough. Uh, you're not going to cut Disney plus if that's what your kids are watching. Yeah. And I don't know what is Disney plus like 10 bucks a month. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like if like the people who are like on the brink of not being able to buy food versus like subscriptions, like, I don't know how many like food scarce people are like buying subscriptions if they're already food scarce. Yeah. And, and if like, if you are a family and it's hard to get food or like you're check to check and like barely scrape enough for food, especially families, I feel like the sentiment would be like, uh, we got to have at least some internet entertainment. No, the Lion King, because bread is 50 bucks a loaf. <laughs> Gerald. That's, 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 that is a, basically what it goes down to. But things are cyclical. Um, just probably most kids our age 
I haven't seen it and studied it. And so you go through it and you're like, yeah, first time this ever happened, Joy. Uh, that's interesting, though. This freaking leading YouTube advertisers is really cool to look up. Didn't think it was Apple. I don't think, I don't really, do I see Apple commercials? I probably do. I, I see uh, some. I'm sure this is probably a little uh, better tracking for people who are more consumer-wise. I bet they have, like, people who watch general stuff, like Mr. Beast. And uh, Mr. Beast. Will the money keep flowing into Mr. Beast videos? Well, here's the thing, dude. Like, I feel like even though there's a recession, people, <laughs> maybe more people will watch YouTube because they're just, like, they need to escape. That plus, like... YouTube plus Wi-Fi isn't really the excess of people spending. Yeah, YouTube like, is free. You, you stay home, you pay Wi-Fi and electricity. <laughs> you have that. It's basically, if you have Wi-Fi and electricity, YouTube is kind of just like baked into your everyday. Excess would be people, I don't know. Like I said, credit is a very big part of that. You're, that's kind of upper echelon, not middle class, day-to-day, month-to-month people. Um but if you like going out and an entire middle class can't go out to concerts, then you'd see that, that bottom line get cut a little bit. Um, but I mean, Boy. that's what happened when things were shut down and you saw that and how that might've affected things. Uh, that's why I'm kind of afraid to leave my job. You are afraid what you said? I'm kind of afraid to leave my job because I work for the city and it's kind of hard to be let go from the city unless you really fuck up. Oh, you could just quit? No, 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 no. I like, no, I can't. You can quit anytime. But like, yeah. I'm afraid to leave my job. It's hard to, if there is a recession yeah. in the, in the, in the private sector, like people be like losing jobs left and right. But if you work for the government, it's more difficult for them to let you go. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Apple Disney. Can I get more than March to Feb? <laughs> 2020, 2021. Oh, uh, dude. You see the freaking uh, Peter Thiel headline, too? Do you know much about Peter Thiel? No. PayPal Mafia, along with Musk and other cats. Uh, VC guy. Um, kind of popular in, like, money in, like, investing circles. Money Apparently, lore? Huh? Money lore? Yeah, yeah, the money. <laughs> big, big boy in the money lore. Big money um, lore. Apparently, he was on the... Uh, the board of Facebook, and then you'll have to go on Trumpito's like uh, platform or oh, I campaign did stuff. Uh, also, the founded Planeteer, uh, Palantir, rather. So uh, is Trump running again for show? I mean, this headline kind of seems like yes. Um, I wonder how that'll go. Peter Thiel backing new generation of Trump aligned Republicans. It's very interesting. A lot of money. A lot of sway with people who throw around money. That's going to be such an election. I, it's a little frightening. Can we get a fresh People face? were like frightening like, like last cycle and they're like, oh, uh, you know, the other side might not accept it. But like this time, I think, I don't know. I am a, a little on edge of people's reactions. Because if it's bad, man, it doesn't help anybody. <laughs> it helps yeah. everybody. It's, uh, it's like if you if if there's 
Homie's really freaking charged the capital, eh? <laughs> yeah. Did you That's see that uh, stuff, thing? Man. I think That's, it was Mitch McConnell. No, no bueno, dude. And uh, one of the Republicans was like, he was trying to play down the Capitol riot. <laughs> like, oh, it was a small thing. And Mitch McConnell was like, yo, this was the worst thing to happen in modern American history. Let's not get it twisted. They tried to overthrow the government. Like, this yeah, was McConnell, McConnell's kind of like the legacy GOP cats. Yeah. Like, I kind of. Yeah, it, it is kind of. It's a weird thing because, like, living it, it's like, all right, that was a thing that I saw on the news yesterday. But those things in history's perspectives, like, like, uh, there, there was one, there was one war, I think maybe it was a French thing. And there was like some, some skirmish and like people like on that day were probably like, oh dude, crazy, crazy day. You see that? You see what went down yesterday, bro? They freaking threw bread at the police officer. It's crazy, dude. There's and then a like the cats hundreds of years later like yeah this is this is what started this is what started world war one that's gonna be in some fucking history books for sure there was a a poster of like a new buzz lightyear film it's like a white guy in a spacesuit, and someone was like this guy was definitely at the capitol riots I, I saw i saw a quick i saw a quick <laughs> tweet of that i didn't see the picture though this teeter teeter peter teal joint is pretty crazy dude like have you, have you heard the book zero to one yes yeah, classic book book, right? <laughs> if if you look up books about business, uh, he wrote that PayPal Mafia, so you know the the lore behind PayPal Mafia. And uh homies riding with some freaking Trump people, allegedly. Well, rich guy, like probably very, very interesting. Peter Thiel, apparently he's controversial. There's some controversy with Palantir. I wasn't positive on that, but some some circles are like, yeah, they do some kind of weird stuff, and circles that are usually trustworthy. Uh, okay, this is a biased thing. <laughs> can I, can I, can I, financial Times. What do you got to say, Financial Times? Oh my god. Um, seventeen years on the board of Facebook, bro. Damn, Facebook's I know. old. Yeah, yeah, that's long. That's, that's quite a chunk years. of time. Uh, yeah, seventeen the, years. That well, that was kind of. I mean, the Facebook part was the first interesting thing. Cause like a pretty PayPal mafia dude, money VC lore guy on Facebook, leaving Facebook as it transitions to away from its its ad spend platform that it's banked on, and basically saying. Yeah, we, we do metaverse stuff because everyone knows, like, yo, this ad spend stuff is going to freaking eventually, we've hit a plateau here, boys. <laughs> Guys, we did it. We saturated the market with everything we could. Every child in Africa has Facebook. So what now? That's what I'm saying. That's why it's kind of, they, they hit a, a point of a plateau of like, all right, we're saturated. <laughs> we, we saturated. We did everything. We kind of have to pivot because ad business is not going well with people's privacy and Apple sticking it to the freaking man Apple and saying, hey, yeah, no, 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 your, your model. Yeah, we kind of, we're not going to allow that. You guys better get something else. Plus, apparently everyone in their mother hates Facebook for some reason. I still don't like know for sure. You privacy, know? selling data to other countries, maybe, but like, 
Like everybody in the money in the money lower circles, really mm. got to stick up their butt about FB Zucky. And or maybe because he also. says he's gonna do something and then lies about it. He's also kind of done something that other people have done, where it's like he owns most of that company, and he's like, "Yeah, this is what we're gonna do." Google yes, did the same thing. Yes, Senator. Actually, uh, when I said that I wouldn't sell your data to China, even though I did. Actually, Senator, uh, let me backtrack. Um, even though the data clearly says that teenage girls don't get depressed when they use Instagram, even though it's 100% true, I'm the real victim here. Apple is fucking up my business. I'm just trying to make an experience that's great for everyone. Give me your data. Is that Facebook specific, the, the depression thing? Because you feed people with stuff that they want to click. And most people with vanity stuff. So like, maybe because Instagram is the leading platform of people doing, of like going online and using social media and seeing other things that's pegged on Facebook. But like, well, like I said before, the issue was he lied about it. So they did a study basically asking the question, mm -hmm. does this make teenagers depressed? And the data came back as yes. And then oh. Facebook told the world, no, it doesn't get wrecked. You know, if he had uh, just told the truth, then I guess it wouldn't be an issue. Everybody would just be like, okay, just don't use this Instagram. But he's like lying to the public. Correct, correct. I'm reading Teal stuff. Apparently he backed him in 2016, too. Um, I wonder who Zuck voted for. Be interesting. I mean... I mean, I don't have to wonder. There's probably, there's probably Facebook money. You can see it publicly, probably. What a weird time we're living in. It's going to get worse. Uh, well, it might not get exponentially better. <laughs> you know? Like, if you lived in 1920, it got exponentially better because 1920 wasn't that great. Yeah. And and you had room, to, like, like it's, it's a company thing where you, like, like Facebook, if you don't have room to grow, then things get a little, like, sticky. America doesn't have the world to conquer anymore. It's protecting itself <laughs> against other things. Will it be like the downfall of a society and everything's going to be in ruins? Probably not. But uh, unless things get very, very exponential with tech, which it could, um, the financials of the of the company of America aren't the best thing ever. But you got the okay. reserve currency, bro. You got that. You can do a couple things and then sometimes... You have to tax a whole society of people because you're in debt, and then it hurts a little bit, and then, you know, you go back to hard money. Tax them hard. Like taxing me. Either that or tell people to not do it as much spending doesn't work. Uh, taxing hurts everybody, so people don't like to do it. And so you print money. And then that makes things harder in the real economy, and then the whole big old cycle happens. But until then, we. <laughs> until and then, it comes hey. around. You're like, hold up, what, what's going on here, dude? Just got two thousand dollars in the mail, fresh off the press, baby. It's still warm. A little different. A little different. <laughs> they just punch numbers into bank accounts. Yeah. That one, I love they it. Did, they didn't print paper though for that one. Well, you know, if you don't like taxes, then like, you know, there's not. I like taxes. I, I'm not against taxes. 
Yeah, I, it hurts. I enjoy it stuff. Hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It's I know it's part of life. I mean, that's like just there's fucking just make a business company running itself as the America, just like America, down to a business, down to a person. There's finances that have to be made. Just, just but for the person, you can't freaking make money. <laughs> which person? Uh, I'm saying like on an on a individual and business level, you can't create the money that you're using. Create the money that you're using. As, as a country can, if you have a reserve currency. Oh. Shout out the dollar. I see. Apparently, Mr. Teal likes Play-Doh. He likes eating it? It does and, taste pretty good. Socrates is the philosopher. Very, very interesting. I didn't know he did the same thing in 2016, so maybe it's not that big of a news headline, except you're leaving Facebook for it. But, like, if you backed people in 2016, maybe you just didn't have the strategy behind it in 2016. Um, that's going to be interesting, man. Man, it's being so be nice. The only thing I focus on is politics. It would just be a little nice. Just, just relax just like, a little bit. I just got all the money I need. I don't have to work for money. What am I going to do with my time? Let me try to influence the world. Power to protect money. your money. <laughs> Hide it. Money for I'll, power. Power I'll for money. For you. I'll hold it for you, Peter. So ally retorts, however, that to look for a consistent ideology is to completely misunderstand the man. He just wants to people with ideas who are willing to challenge things. Peter was a grown ass man when Facebook started. Yeah. 54, 17, huh? Like 30s, right? Who? Peter Thiel. 54, 54. He's an older fellow. Mark Zuckerberg is... 37. Yeah. Um, I wonder if his wife's still into him. I don't know what kind of wife that man attracts. Uh, Priscilla. A, a smart wife. I think she's a doctor. Yeah. FTX US to offer stock trading soon. Stock trading platform for FTX. One of the biggest crypto platforms. Very cool. Could be nothing, just another stock trading platform. Unless FTX, one of the biggest crypto trading platforms, is opening a stock platform and can seamlessly have a bridge from crypto to stock without a weird backing thing. Like they have some like FTX stocks where you can buy an asset that is backed by that stock. But that doesn't sound very cool. It just lets it, it's a little too house of cardsy. If they yeah. can have a platform, bridge it, tax me how you can, I don't care. Just uh, get some crypto to stock. I, I'd use your platform. Sam Bakeman Freed, home of Tom Brady advertising in FTX Arena in Miami. These cats, dude, deserve a freaking. If they had a, a reality or a, a series on them, it's it's literally like a cooler. Maybe boring, but that's where you get the storytelling in there. Uh, story of Silicon Valley, the show. These guys <laughs> are funny, dude. Just coders. And then just hopping on to CNBC and Forbes. This guy's in sandals in front of freaking Congress in a big old suit. He hops on in a freaking t-shirt and there's just kids coding behind him. It's hilarious, dude. It's I read that. Gee. There, there's an exodus from... 
at least in Silicon Valley, from Web2 companies to Web3 companies? Startups? What kind of companies are we talking here? You know, just like crypto-based companies that like, I don't know, brokerages. Fucking <laughs> Basically fintech. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The crypto fintech, yes. yes well, yes. it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be crypto. It could be like just anything, anything Web3. I mean, and I right now that's basically fintech. I had a, um, I had a, an interview just with just with one, and a couple, a couple, just to like write about crypto stuff, mm-hmm. and it shocked and appalled me how much the interviewers don't know about the space. One lady like asked company? me. One lady literally said, "So." If crypto's around in five years, like that's how she started the question. If crypto's around in five years, and I was like, okay, just you saying that. Let's what kind of you. company was it? It was a, um, one was a, what is it called? A hardware wallet company. And another was just, a, it was like a, it was like a culture website that wanted to do a crypto vertical. Um, so she was like, if crypto's around in five years, I was like, holy crap, like crypto's going to be around forever, my girl. Um, and I don't know, didn't get that job. But anyway, when I got, when I didn't get that job, I was thinking like, like, who did you hire then? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like if you're asking questions like this and I'm literally giving you answers, like, like, was this the hardware wallet? Hardware wallet. Yeah. The hard, hardware hardware companies are kind of weird, man. I've I've been around a few, and it's like because especially with the hardware thing, you got like probably like but, your marketing and your like your like recruiters and stuff are not. It's it, it's still just like a company culture for people that aren't like coding or like founding the company. Yeah, maybe was- maybe that's just bad recruiting on on terms of like the team. And it was um, for making like content for them. Yeah. So I was like, like literally, like, like who could you, who could you possibly have hired? Like I, I answered all your questions. Like I was, most of the time she was like, "Wow, I didn't know that." It might, it might have been just a tech recruiter. It might have been not of the company. She or said she just, worked for the company, for, mm, but she said she was new. So. Mm, yeah, probably just kind of a not crypto oriented recruiter, which you should probably have someone a little, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, the hardware space is kind of weird. Like it's, it's, eh. uh, it's kind of just like people on, on the like outskirts kind of. Yeah. Cause everyone just like, especially cause you could probably buy uh, a white label crypto wallet somewhere probably and then oh, that's dangerous quite 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 but you know that's the worst man. thing you could do not a lot of regulation around it probably that's interesting on the hardware wallet side if there is zero regulation there's a fucking tiktok account that's pretending to be me and it has almost 6,000 followers nice. I can't get it taken down yeah TikTok it, it, won't verify me. I don't know yeah, what yeah. the hell they need. I mean, Instagram likes to have articles published. I mean, Wikipedia. But that's also Instagram and not TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. 
FTX, give me some stocks to crypto easy. And then I'll use your market so much, dude. So much. Sam Bankman freed. LOL, dude. Uh, what a, what a, you, you make a Web3 company, what do you make? What I make? Yep, yep, yep. Hmm, that's like saying question. an internet company in 1992. Let me think. What what is it right what is it right now? Right now, I like I like pre-searches thing. Yeah, I like pre-searches thing, but I don't know if I would make that. Um, um it's it's like saying, ooh, okay, I'll tell you what I would make. Okay, but it would like it, it would be difficult because there's already competition, and YouTube will probably do this anyway. But I would just make a video site that allows you to buy the a content creator's video if you like it as an nft and then you just get all the royalties from that video forever you know Mm -hmm. so if i'm like really into a mr beast video and i'm rich i'm just like i want to buy this video and just own the royalties you could do that Mm -hmm. um you might do that though that was that headline huh youtube talking about nfts Mm -hmm. um let's see what they said YouTube, YouTube's Neil Mohan, chief product officer, said there was some space. Oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Because they drop words. They drop some keywords, baby. Web3 also opens up new opportunities for creators. We believe new technologies like blockchain and NFTs can allow creators to build deeper relationships with their fans. Together, they'll be able to collaborate on new projects and make money in ways not previously possible. For example, giving a verifiable way for fans to own unique videos, photos, art, and even experiences from their favorite creators could be compelling prospect for creators and their audiences. There's a lot to consider in making sure we approach these new technologies responsibly, and they think there's incredible potential as well. If you could own a weekend music video? Yes. So I was thinking in terms of articles, because there's a few companies... I kind of have that same thing in mind where you you own a piece of content that is, you know, there's a volume of content. Um, especially from publication standpoint, a lot of people have been trying to figure out a way to make publication advertising better. You can you basically, at that point, have a marketplace for content, like, plus organic reach if something hits the top of the market leaderboard and people are buying stuff very very cool prospect of like content marketplace uh it's a fun you know frothy and excessive uh just like everything else in america because there's a lot of money (laughs) in entertainment but uh really especially from like a publication standpoint owning an article seeing which articles have the most views trying to buy that because it has the most views and that's speculative for some people or companies buying uh videos of like a, a cool OG talk that they put out and they own that video and now it's a cool little relic. Um, Gary V probably loves selling his videos. Um, yeah. But the, the, the idea of like making a catalog of content now is starting to have like its, its teeth sunk into like, yeah, this could, this, there's actually like, could be a marketplace for content. Dorian was saying that. And that's, and that's that's in my head. I was thinking, oh, and I was thinking like, all right, until this, I didn't put the two with marketplace in that, you know, 
catalog marketplace of content. I was just thinking like royalties over over the years, you'll YouTube will pay you out if you get more views. But if you have that catalog and you have a brand, you now have trading cards that people can grab with with NFTs. Yeah. Or like it doesn't even need to be like your brand. You could just yeah. have like a faceless YouTube channel that a bunch of videos making money. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, I want to sell one of the videos to someone because I don't fucking care about this video anymore and they can make money from it from now on. And I just get a a cut plus yeah, a I'm, I'm up front. Trying to see if there's a royalty talk in this paragraph from YouTube blog inside YouTube innovations for 2022. That kind of goes like against Google's main business model though too. In the royalty perspective? In terms of like, because you know with like ideally they the nfts would be decentralized on like ethereum or solana or whatever but you know google's super centralized so they would have to go against the grain in that respect it's not that against the grain <laughs> it's against the grain for people that love the idea of <clears throat> non-centralized stuff but uh, for the mass i don't know if it's that against the grain it's like oh well, not the mass it's against the grain for google as a company to have a centralized it's- Thing? Because like, if they right, now, right now they're centralized, right? They mm-hmm. control everything Google. But if they start doing NFTs the correct way, unlike Disney, then they basically say like, "We no longer own this Mr. Beast video. Ricker owns it." You know? I, I, yeah, I don't think it'll be that untied from Google still. Oh, then in that case, don't even do it. What's the point? In my opinion. I, I, well, this for most people, they don't really care if it's still owned by Google. Correct, but one day down the line, when Google no longer exists, will I still own my Mr. Beast video, or will it disappear? With That's a great Google point. Extinction is a great point. You know, I want to own it. Yeah. Um, you know, but if they do innovate on that somehow, where they they, they say all right, maybe the mass of people will want it to be bridged instead of owned, uh, which, you know, talked about before. If companies see the mass amount of people want something in that category of product, of ownership, like mm-hmm. three, owning your own stuff online, uh, YouTube might be the ones to be like, all right, we are big tech. We know, but we, uh, we're going to make something cool and you guys can have your own wallet with it. Uh, something like that. If the, if if Google, Microsoft, m- Apple does something that shakes the room, then uh, it's all it's downhill from there. I think that you because people do say like, oh, people don't really care if they own it or not. They don't care if it's on Ethereum or not. I do think that we will come to a point, and it'll start with the younger generations where they'll start to notice if they own their NFTs or not. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good point. It's also like. Right now, people don't really own things <laughs> online. Like, they're not buying things and they don't have, like, assets online. Um, and I think the select few of people that are, like, seeing, like, assets, digital assets, you know, that's said a lot, but, like, when you really break it down, of like, people controlling something that they want digitally... Uh, there's only a select amount of people doing that right now. And that's, you know, Web3 heads. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that's where it's like the mass versus niche comes in. Uh, but as things go on, people will start being like, all right, there's there's something. Maybe there are things on the internet I want to control. But there's also like, there's not that many things right now, which is, which is, you know, where the YouTube and like the marketplace of publications and, and content comes in, where you really care enough to want that thing to be held online. Right now, most things don't need to be NFTs. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's not a lot of products that like people would be like, okay, I, I love this thing. And it's kind of a digital, digitally, it's a, it's a digital native thing. Uh, but I, I want to have it and I, I don't want another company to have it right now. There's not a lot of products that are like that. Yeah. And even like, even so. Did you hear about, um, Wikipedia taking off two art pieces that were NFTs off of their list of the most, the highest. Was my boy Beeple, art. dude? Yeah, Beeple was, was like Beeple? number one or two, and they took it off because they're like, oh, it's not, it's not art because it's an NFT. And I don't know. I have mixed feelings. I have mixed reaction on that. What was the list of? It was like the the list of the most, the highest sold art pieces in a private or public auction yeah yeah with the christie's joint yeah and they took off nfts dumb to me i I think some of the i heard rumblings of wikipedia editors kind of being slanting away from crypto stuff um why do you why do you say that you might not be opposed to that listing so okay so i feel like a lot of the i okay so the person that bought the Beeple art piece, they still bought a piece of art, right? So in that respect, they bought art from somebody and they own it, right? But I feel like a lot of the value in, that was baked into that was because it was an NFT and everyone was excited about it. So mm-hmm. that is why it was on that thing in the first place. If it was just an art piece in a museum, probably still could have sold, but in my opinion, for a lot less. Yeah, yeah. Not $60 million. I mean, that's what like, sparked NFTs. I don't think that's a way to delegitimize de- it. I think it's just like there's a new medium of obtaining art and selling art, which I think is probably even more valuable. I think you could also have the case where it's the opposite effect, where like if that's the first thing that popped off digital value <laughs> in the in the mainstream, then that's pretty valuable itself. You know what's interesting? It's only been about a year since NFTs have been popular, and I feel like we're already moving away from that. Think so quick discussion at oh i can just screenshot it i can look at it on my phone like you don't really own it i feel like people are already moving away from that mindset yeah i'll have to grab the this thing later but there was a a good like four number of like four mindsets of technologies that people have um as they're like progressing in in terms of sentiment uh and one is basically just like i don't know i forget off top but it's a good list i'll bring it up later Crypto assets, the book, 2018. Crypto financial, assets. crypto things, kind of financial stuff. Be mad crypto commercials tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that <laughs> after I say one thing. I read there's a, a book called um, Life After Google. Really cool book. Um, no such thing. <laughs> and uh, it was written in like maybe 2016, maybe 2018. Uh, somewhat recent, but some like still kind of in the past. But it was a book, 
And uh, it was talking about this this one crypto project that someone made. And it uh, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then <clears throat> it's still alive. And it like rebranded. I think it rebranded actually into something called Stacks, which is very interesting. And you might want to look at what Stacks is. Um, I think it's Stacks. It might be a different thing. But like this company like still existed and like thrived and was like on Twitter spaces. And I went into like a Twitter space and I was like, I read this thing in a book and now I'm like interacting with it. That's pretty crazy because usually books, you know, especially with like a like crypto based thing. Like if you read a crypto book, you're probably like, you know, it's old. If you read a crypto book, it was probably written in the last six months. There's, there's, there's good ones. Like this crypto assets book is 2018. It's kind of like overview financial stuff, uh, but still talks about Ethereum and stuff. Pretty relevant, especially for finance inclined people. Life after Google is really, really cool. What do they um, say? What, are they, what is life like after Google? Just uh, less. Go to the library. No, less, less, less big tech compartmentalization. Um, hmm. really cool book. Really cool. I, I suggest it. Um, I did get that book at the library. Interesting. There's a library down the street from me. I should go check it out. But I like it's, having. I kind of like owning the books. There's, there's a, because in the beginning of my book book journey, there's a bunch of Audible books, and then, but there was a few I knew like I want this physically, and then I kind of went on a spree like end of twenty one and got those books, so I got like a nice stack, um, but like of like the main things that I want physically, uh, but now I'm kind of back into the Audible books without physical. I read Live After Google with an audiobook rented from a library. Boy, that's that puts a flash in your button, dude. Get it you get a, a library book plus an audible and you're like, oh I gotta finish this library book and you get an audible in there. It goes fast. Damn I should get audible again. You should get audible. To speed up my reading two point two point two speed there's, have you seen those uh, YouTube ads for? Uh, I think it, I don't want to see this. I think it's called Speechify, where it, it speeds up. It, it it's a text to word to speech thing, and it goes fast. Have you seen those? No. Oh. You know what's uh, interesting, dude? What people for fucking thousands of years read just fine without all this tech. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, like, why do we need to read faster? Like, why can't we, what's wrong with the normal speed? Like. Because you can read it faster. <laughs> like, maybe because they had less, I'm not going to say they had like, I also less think people in the past, like, even just like older people than I am, um, have a little more attention span to really sit and read a book, like, for a few hours and like, finish it. Yeah. And I think that's might be a little harder for, for some people. Because they have to like, worry about living. What do you mean? No, I say they like, did do that. Oh, like, like now? What do you mean? No, like back then. Like, I don't know. So like, uh, so like some a, 50 people are, a 60 year old can, can sit down for an evening and read a book. Yeah. Oh, well, also, I was, also I was, maybe just time constraints of like people who have jobs and like want to educate themselves via books somehow. Uh, can't be a freaking slow poke at 5am reading. Like, you know, sometimes in the, sometimes people were like, Oh, Back then, I don't know what back then means, but let's say, I don't know, 500 years ago, when P- 
people like didn't when America wasn't the way it was now. Or sorry, let's do it like four thousand years ago. Um, were people busier or less busy? Were they busier because they had to like farm all day and hunt and like build shelter, or were they just like? Was there a lot of time where they were just like sitting around, lounging in the fields, like writing? Um, looking for a mate i don't know question i think you'd probably find leisure in higher classes of people and less so in lower classes of people yeah like if you take like uk royalty and like peasants and serfdom i'm sure that peasants and serfs were not leisurely hanging about didn't have time um, to like write about their feelings in their diary because they were busy dying from polio. Yeah, I still think, especially in the farther away from the modern ages, you're still surviving as people uh, more so. But I could be wrong a little bit. There might be baked in time where people, I mean, dances and powwows and stuff. Um, but I mean the. The more you have to survive, the less you have leisure time, and the more you've mastered surviving, the more leisure time you have. Yeah. Huh. Leisure. Earn your leisure. You gotta earn it. Super Bowl. Yeah. Rams, <laughs> Rams versus who? who cares? Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, yeah. The Rams, dude, was stinking it up on Detroit Lions for like a decade, and this is his first year on a new team. He's going to the Super Bowl. That's pretty cool. Why is Eminem performing? He's from Detroit. Eminem? Oh, it's LA. Yeah. So, like, so you got Dr. Dog, Snoop Kendrick, Kendrick, Mary J. Blige, and then let's just sneak in Eminem. Then the white guy, yeah. And then Mary J. Blige. I think Mary J. Blige is LA. I don't know. I, I would assume she is, but also I, I feel like the least least important person in there is Mary J. Blige by far. Yeah, she's really gotten like not a lot of the the spotlight there. Yeah, but like maybe they just had to add in a female artist. I mean, should have put just let Nicki Minaj in there. Damn, that would have been a good show. That would have been cool. I think. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I don't really know a lot of Blige stuff, though. Neither do I. I probably yeah. know one or two songs. She's kind of like, she was a little bit nicher in like the 2000s. Like, I, super, I can't name a track title off top. Super proud of Kendrick, though. Yeah, the, the Kendrick Dre Snoop thing is really cool because LA and stuff. Yeah. And has Snoop like, or Dre even done, has Kendrick done Super Bowl? I don't think so. But it's Have like, a, if you listen to his playing? first albums, he's like singing about or rapping about like hanging out in the, the neighborhood where he's now performing for the is Super Bowl. Is it Carson Bowl. SoFi? I think it's just SoFi Stadium. But I'm saying, is that in, in Carson? In Inglewood. Oh, is it? That's freaking sick, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's brand new. I'm, but I'm saying like, because like, uh, Kendrick Compton, but like, is, is Dre like from Inglewood? Uh, I don't That's know, dope, dude. I think Drake's Compton too. I've heard some fucking Ice Cube. Get Ice Cube in there, fuck. <laughs> yeah, Ice Cube would have been dope though. Yeah, he's probably he's like, no, I'm good. Like, oh, I'm too old. I'm too yeah. old. <laughs> Relax. Maybe dude. my son can do it. <laughs> uh, has Eminem done Super Bowl? 
I don't think so. That's pretty interesting too. And you know, this is a this is like what four artists, five artists, and the weekend did it by himself. Most artists don't do it by themselves, besides like Michael Jackson and Prince. Dang, dude. Actually, Katy Perry did it by herself. Eminem hasn't done a Super Bowl? I don't know. Let me see. Eminem. Shout out Jay Z getting some rappers on, dude. Yeah, like no one wants fucking uh, country. Besides well, like, especially like LA, dude. Fans. It's like, all right, all right. That would have been horrible. Guys, I got a country show in LA. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Every fucking rapper in the country is in LA this weekend. LOL. I don't think Eminem's ever done the Super Bowl. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> that is pretty crazy. I guess he maybe like that's 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 pretty that's pretty wild. It's pretty wild, especially since Bruno Mars has done it twice. <laughs> These music directors really, really were just like, "All right, give me, give me the pop, give me the pop people." Thank you, Jay Z. Will I Am's been on there, right? I do think Black Eyed Peas did it. Will I Am? I feel like it's probably done it a couple times. Super Bowl performance. Yeah, Black Eyed Peas, uh, twenty eleven. Let's go through the last twenty years. Here we go. Of Super Bowls, twenty ten. So live. We got twenty ten. The Who. Twenty eleven was the Black Eyed Peas with Usher, Slash, and Dallas Fort Worth. What? And then. 2012 was Madonna with, oh, this is a big one. LMFAO, Cirque du Soleil, Nicki Minaj, MIA, CeeLo Green, Andy Lewis, Avon High School, drumline. MIA got it over, I know she was popping at the time, but like, you haven't had Eminem once. Yeah. Uh, He was like like a poppy rap for a long, long time. Nicki Minaj was until, that was like the beginning of her career. Uh, 2013, we got Beyonce with Destiny's Child. 2014, we got Bruno Mars with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. 2015, we got Katy Perry with Lenny Kravitz. Oh, okay, so she did have people. And Missy Elliott. 2016 was Coldplay. Oh, it was Coldplay with Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Mark Ronson. See how they have to have all these other people for like boring acts like Coldplay? Lady Gaga was by herself. Justin Timberlake. She was 2017. The first since uh, some other Super Bowls. The first since The Who in 2010. Yeah, The Who, that sounds so boring, bro. 2017 was Gaga. I don't even remember that show. 2018 was Justin Timberlake and the Tennessee Kids. I feel like I like I would remember that one. Don't remember this at all. I remember 20, none of these. 2019 was Maroon 5 with Travis Scott and Big Boy. Big Boy, shout out. Never, don't remember Travis Scott at all. 2020 was did i not watch this dude <laughs> i don't problem. remember this shakira Holy jennifer shit. lopez whoa whoa shakira jennifer lopez bad bunny i don't Jay remember Bal- this dude nah they must have skipped that year <laughs> 2021 was our boy abel um and look, 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 look are you on wikipedia yeah all all of these things uh they have like a generic halftime show logo mm-hmm and then you go to 2021. <laughs> it's just freaking the weekend. A picture of. Oh well. Um, they shouldn't make like posters, like concert posters for halftime shows. NFT. Do they not? Oh yeah, I see. That was uh, so. Like, if you look at the producer, 
before 29 or 2020 it was one guy named ricky krishner for all these mm. half-ass shows and then jc slid in and started adding some color yeah when when, when did the jay-z do the nfl thing 2020 so recent recent yeah does it even say is he a producer on there yeah who's hamish hamilton Hamish, he's an old guy, dude. This guy's fucking Hamish. He has a good job. <laughs> yeah, I'm a director of the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. Only this one or all of them? Uh, the last. 2020. It's 2020. What, is, what does that entail? I guess he's the director of like the camera shots and uh, basically, I, I guess, the whole visual experience. Overview, head down. Audio. Fucking... Jesus Christ, that's that must a, be a stressful ass job. That man is probably the master of delegation. That, that literally, like, I would be shitting myself if that was my job. Because that's yeah. what everybody, no one watches it for the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, it, if the fucking show sucks, that's on you. Amish. There's going to be a lot, a lot of crypto, like you said. It's Every other commercial is going to be a crypto commercial, and crypto is going to continue to fall. Do you think... This will be peak crypto commercial peak. this year. Let's see this if I can year, find yes, some numbers. This year. Just because of the crypto.com arena. And like everywhere you walk downtown, it's just like crypto bullshit. I'm over, <laughs> really? it. I'm over it. Fuck it. <laughs> um, Fake money anyway. Can't you see you're in a bubble? Look at this headline, dude. These, these crypto Super Bowl ads will feel like pets.com all over again. I don't think that's true. I feel like crypto.com will stay around because these are like brokerages. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you're seeing a commercial for like. I don't, yeah. Like this, this wired article is like it's going to be like the dot com of crypto stuff, but I don't think so, dude. I mean, crypto.com. Is the freaking brokerage that'll probably stick around? FTX will probably stick around. Um, who else is? Who else? Is, what am I? What are we gonna see, dude? Um, <clears throat> eToro has been around, so it's it, it just at least three eToro, Crypto.com, and FTX. No, they might die, but like, probably not. Yeah, I'm just trying to like. Think. Let's say I'm a 16 year old football head doesn't know about crypto. Like, what am I gonna think when I see all pump this shit? the markets, dude? Uh, I don't know. It, it, to to a lot of people, it's, it it will be really interesting to see if you can get a, a a general public statement sentiment of what people think of that. Because probably a lot of these people aren't. It might be like their first, second, third, fourth time hearing about crypto. And probably well, the know. first time hearing about FTX, Crypto.com. All I know is I hope I see a little spike in viewership yeah. on YouTube and TikTok. I would, I would uh, hey, make, make a little video about Super Bowl ads. Yeah, I think I might do that today. Um, yeah, my fucking... I, I, I have noticed views do slow when the market's not doing so hot. But, you know, just like you buy low, that's the time to pump out that evergreen content so that when it comes back, you're already ranking in search for what is Bitcoin, what is Ethereum, what is Web3, you know? I agree. I fucking Videos made a nice, what man. is Web3 video 
and it was kind of shitty, but I, I, it was kind of an experiment to see like how it would do specifically, like if it would rank in search. And right now, uh, let me see, 31% of the views are from search. So that's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. I got to get on my video grind more. Bro, get on that video grind, dude. Make that asset, dog. <laughs> so shake, the, dude, shake that asset. I'm not fucking, I'm like, I'm not kidding. Like crypto YouTube channels will feed you for years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's my goal before spring or by spring is to get monetized. I'm like 80% there. We got 879 subscribers and four, about 1500 watch hours. Do you have the subscriber benchmark? No, I need a thousand. Yeah, what? Uh, I have eight, eight seventy nine. Oh, most of the watch hours are from one video too, so you really need one winner. Yeah, at least like I was gonna say, like the subscriber might be the harder, <coughs> harder thing. Um, do you, do you know if do you think most of your subscribers were organic or TikTok? Organic, probably. Yeah. Uh, so. I can actually tell you. Shout out analytics, dude. Yeah, I fucking love YouTube analytics so much. It's pretty in-depth, man. It's ridiculous. So Google, you know. <laughs> one of my videos, my, Co- my Coinbase wallet video, has gained me 236 subscribers. 1.3 hours of watch time, and I have about 1.5 hours of watch time. So about 600, vid- about 600 of those subscribers are from TikTok. Does it say on there specifically? Wouldn't no. It? it doesn't say like where my subscribers are from, but it just says if they come from a certain video, but not if they come from like... If you have a subscribe button on the site, you could track that. I've, I've uh, talked to some Google cats. Interesting. Um, but tracking subscriptions is kind of hard. But you can have a button on a site and track that. Yeah. I... Yeah, so I gotta like... This video is fucking... How many guys um, that? 15, almost 16,000. Well, so if I was education monetized... Education works most? Education. Yeah. Because ed- education, I've, you're, you're, you're going to get a good percent of, of people watching to the end. Yeah, yeah. And this video is 10 minutes long, so that's why the watch time is so high. So I got like... Uh, not, 19% of people watch to the very end, but like mm-hmm. half of them watch to at least the, the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Education it is. Uh, what was I gonna? What was I gonna say? So if I had a if I had a CPM of thirty dollars per thousand views, which is conservative for a finance channel or a crypto channel, this video would get me thirty times sixteen. This video would have got me four hundred and eighty dollars. If this video had a hundred thousand views, thirty. Times 100, it's a $3,000 video. So about three grand per 100,000 views. It could get there. Quite, 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 quite. I was looking at a... There's a dude I actually found via Twitter. He's a... um, He was part of Soylent, the product founding team, I think. And... Soylent. Yeah, Soylent. I think yeah. we talked about him. I think I, I hit him up or something. But his his video was recommended to me yesterday. And um, 
his his cool production videos right now of talking just about VC and, and finance stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going back through his old stuff, and it's like one point K, two K, eight hundred from like a couple years ago. In terms of views. money, views, views, oh, views. and yeah. now solid like twenty K, super cool production. I think the highest paying videos are videos about insurance. Oh, really? So if you know about insurance, make there's a channel. A, there is that's actually funny. I, I do you know John Henry Styles? Yeah. Um, I found him recently because of the EYL, and he he's founding a uh, an insurance company right now, and mm-hmm. he he's you know uh, listening to him, he's he knows the multiples off top of like companies and and VC startup stuff. So that's funny. He did a, a fucking. Do you see that video he did with uh, Ty Lopez? No, I, I don't know him from content, dude. I only know him from this company. <laughs> he did a call with Ty Lopez and basically I guess he was like taking his real estate course and he was asking him basic questions about real estate and Ty oh, Lopez. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. I think he he made a video recapping that little debate. He's like, I did good here, but also he came in here. <laughs> Great. Yeah. He's a <laughs> apparently he's a you know, Gary Vee has that, uh, like, a like a coalition of speakers, a branch of his. Uh, he's on that. He's cool. I like him. Gary I, 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 company, he's so he's, make, he's making an insurance company, man. It's called Loop. Uh, it's, like, AI-driven. Fucking rich, dude. You have an yeah. insurance company? Christ He's almighty. like, yo, I'm, I'm going to take this joint to the top. And uh, so that's when you bring up insurance. I don't know anything about insurance. I don't know. It's also I know an insurance company, dude. Or in it's Geico. <laughs> yeah, Geico so is his big thing, dude. That's a good point. So uh, this the most boring Styles, things. The most boring things are the best things. So he runs his company, right? He doesn't he doesn't just own it. He's like the CEO. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's all up in it. I see. So but, I would, you know, he he he's a VC guy, so he likes exits. I yeah. Uh, I would just want to be like Warren Buffett, like just own it and not in the day-to-day operations yeah he was like he realized that he enjoyed building companies and then selling it he was like i'm gonna ipo this bitch and then that's what this book says just build and sell build and sell and sell it to google millionaire fast lane i'm almost done with it you should read it sell it to burke it makes me think everything It, it basically said don't waste your time building businesses that can't scale. If you open a coffee shop in Los Angeles, you're only going to be able to serve coffee to people in Los Angeles. If you open a hip hop store in dude. Alabama, software. Good luck. getting fucking huh? Yeah, software. software. Hardware, hardware is hard. Hardware is hard, and software. it also goes a lot more to the biz- business cycles of everything else. That's what, that's what I was kind of saying earlier. What is like. Will tech change change things as internet gets even more robust? Because like there's less baked in business cycles of hardware and and supply chain stuff. Dang, I wonder if we'll ever. This is kind of weird to say. I wonder if we'll ever get to a time where there's just less hardware. Everything's augmented. Yeah. You know, like you don't need a phone to interact with the internet, but 
I guess you do need hardware because you need to see like glasses would be the hardware. Yeah. So I went to phones, to glasses, and then past that, it'd be bio stuff. Yeah. But even that's hardware. And your body becomes the hardware. Oh, singularity. Yeah. I think, I think you're just thinking about singularity. We already, we already got it, bro. If you got the vaccine, dude, you're already beta testing the singularity, dude. Fucking dude. I've been reading this shit about guys our age having heart inflammation right. from the vaccine and apparently like if you don't experience symptoms within a couple of days like probably won't get it but like i was like I was, for a while i've been feeling like these chest pains right and i thought oh okay it's just from smoking a dirty dirty bong all the time and then i started reading more about it i'm like dude fuck dude, do i have this shit i've had this shit since like november so i go no i call the doctor or a nurse or whatever and she like asks me some questions and she's like chest pain really a couple months emergency room immediately go now also don't drive call someone to take you i'm like are you shitting me i gotta go to work at like an hour and it's then just she was his muscles dog bro I, I oh that's what i thought at first and then she was making it sound super serious she was like do you have any aspirin i was like no, I can get some. She was like, no, 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 no. Don't delay your care. Go to the Jesus. emergency room now. So I was like, Jesus Christ. So I go to the emergency room and I'm, I'm fucking freaking out. And I'm telling this, this guy like my symptoms. I was like, hey, like I've had like this, this, this pressure right where my heart is. It like, it comes and goes like whether I'm sitting down, exercising, like it doesn't matter. Like what, what the hell could this be? He's like, okay, we're going to do some tests. So he like did the thing where like they measure your heart rate came back normal well actually it was kind of fast because i was fucking freaking out and then they did an x-ray came back normal thank god and then they did blood work and that was what i was scared of because like that's when they that's when they really find out what like everything's wrong with you they'll find shit they weren't even looking for <laughs> <laughs> like yo dude your heart's cool but uh <laughs> we found something way worse yeah but no that, that was fine and he was like dude it's probably just like stress how old are you and i was like 26 he's like yeah get the fuck out of here like you're <laughs> <Jesus> good <laughs> and and so i was like okay you know what? i'm just gonna i'm just gonna stop smoking like let's yeah. try that so i would smoke for like a week and the pain stopped but i'm just thinking like just 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 the fact that i know something's not wrong with me i feel like as soon as he said that it went away yeah yeah i had the same experience kind of with a, a doctor and actually some hard stuff uh, also with seagulls. One time a seagull attacked me, and then I was scared of seagulls for a couple of days. Dude, seagulls are scary. <laughs> They're aggressive, bro. Like, what are they thinking? Did about? I tell you about my 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 seagull gang activity? No. I got ganged on by a seagull. Like, there's a seagull in the middle of a road, just a street. I was expecting to go past it. The seagull was gonna go away, and it kept on freaking sitting there, not moving, and like was yelling at me. I'm mm-hmm. Like, all right, dude, chill. And then freaking flank attack, blindside was a, a, a gang of seagulls, and I ran me up the street. I had to run away from seagulls. How old are you? Me? Is this recently? Yeah, this was a couple months ago. Jesus, bro. It was, was like a gang, seagulls. dude. It was a Punch setup. It, out, bro. it was a setup, dude. Damn, dude. Fucking animals can be cruel, bro. And it was like a gray one. Like there's the white ones and gray ones, and the gray one was like a decoy. Oh. I was like, all right, dude, my bad. I'll go around you. I'm getting freaking swooped on. Probably because my hair looks like delicious morsels. 
Damn, the animals are nuts. I have none. Sometimes I look at my cat. I'm like, you still have a cat? <laughs> yeah. What are you What are you thinking about? Like, what's going on in that? Just mind? leisure, dude. Is literally she just looking for bugs, dude? Or, There's this thing I was gonna. I I brought up a tab. Um, when you're talking about the uh, YouTube content thing, have you heard of Gala yet? Gala. No. G A L A. Interesting coin. I think it spiked. But uh, oh, the death row thing. I didn't even look at. Snoop oh, yeah. Dogg owns death row now. Let me talk about Good that for, for a him. couple seconds. Um, and he was going through Gala actually to release the an album as an NFT. Um, Jesus Christ, that's dope. Let me go to Business Wire. He's also getting um, a sexual assault lawsuit on him, and he responded by saying, "It's um, gold digger season." Yeah, you know, so, so uncouth response. <laughs> oh, I mean, right after it was announced that he's getting paid five million for the Super Bowl, oh. uh, it just pops up. Uh, Snoop Dogg announced he has acquired the Death Row Records brand from MNRK Music Group, which is controlled by private equity funds managed. This is a dope site. Child business wire. Man, controlled by private equity funds managed by leading global investment Blackstone. <laughs> Blackstone owned Death Row. Uh, yeah, that's random. Not really. The Blackrock versus Blackstone. Blackrock owns everything. Blackstone, I thought, was just like insurance and housing. Suge Knight's dead, right? No, he's alive. I wonder how he's he feels about the news. He might you be in jail currently. I think he is in jail. Do you think he'll be watching the Super Bowl? Uh, they probably show in jail. He's alive, fifty-six. I love how Wikipedia has to stylize gangster rap as gangsta. You can't do er. Gangster rap. Well, isn't that isn't that what isn't that what they called it? Gangster rap. Yeah, but like to like put it in a text is funny. <laughs> yeah, because it was obviously written by. But you can't put you can't put gangster. You have put gangster rap. That's the category. Damn. That makes sense. Um, Blackstone. Yeah, just business all over but i thought it was mainly real estate but they got some private equity pension funds large institutions uh they owned mnrk music group which owned death row records and now mnrk which is blackstone controlled now doesn't own death row records the deal comes on the heels of snoop Dogg's latest album b-o-d-r which as i recall stands for um, come on, give me the acronym. It was something techie. Say it again. It was some, oh, back on death row. Sugar Knight just freaking murdering people. Yeah, yeah. He was a. He's got a whole. You know, Snoop Dogg murdered people. He just, you know. Yeah, but he got away with it. <laughs> Apparently, everybody hated that man for like a good amount of the time in the public press. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, or like afraid of him at least. Oh, I believe it. 90s it's, and stuff. Until he became Snoop Lion. Until <laughs> <laughs> so he's freaking the uh, Martha Stewart of, of music now. Yeah. And entrepreneur. Um, Death Row Records, number one of most historic uh, Snoop Dogg now owner of Death Row Records. <laughs> dude. 
So is he going to start signing people? <laughs> I'm thrilled and appreciative of the opportunity to acquire the iconic and culturally significant Death Row Records brand, which has an immense untapped future value. Oof. It feels good to have ownership of the label I was part of the beginning of my career, and as one of the founding members, it's an extremely meaningful moment for me. I would like to personally thank the teams at Blackstone, MNRK, and especially especially David Kestenbaum. How much collab- was this purchase? Uh, I'm looking for numbers. You might want to Google that as I read this. Who worked collaboratively with me over several months to make this exciting homecoming a reality? Looking forward to build the next chapter of Death Row Records. David Kestenbaum. Senior Managing Director at Blackstone. <laughs> He's in with Blackstone, dude. Gee, dude. We have Blackstone, our strong supporters of the artists and creative community in our entertainment investments. We are excited to put Death Row Records brand back in the hands of a legend like Snoop Dogg. We wish him success in the years ahead as the brand moves forward under his leadership and vision. Blackstone's like, yo, this is losing us too much money. It's yours now. Oh, right in time, for, just in time for the Super Bowl, too. Yes. So is he gonna? Like, he should just keep start signing some LA talent immediately. Yeah, that's gonna be dope, dude. It might be like a cool little renaissance. Literally. Um. Do you, do you have a number? Uh, I can't find it. Let me see. Death row. Sale. Death Row ultimately filed for bankruptcy in 2006 and was acquired at auction three years later for $18 million by Wide Awake Entertainment. Did Snoop just buy a bunch of debt? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so 2009, $18 million, which is nothing. Probably got just revived by Blackstone. Doesn't say, yo. How much was this? Per I wonder if it was news, more than 18 On that front, yeah, yeah. From 2009 to now under Blackstone? Probably. Um, Snoop's, oh yeah. So, he is also releasing a new album, BODR, Nakanin, that stands for Back on Death Row, in partnership with Gala Games, the blockchain gaming platform. The company announced today that its new, newly division, newly launched division, Gala Music, will be home to three bonus tracks of BODR. And uh, so I was looking at this gala music thing and you can buy a node. So you can buy a piece of hardware that I would assume has some part of the distribution of the NFT things. Uh-huh. Um, the node's like 3K. And I, they had a, a breakdown of how it works. Um, buy a license to operate a node node software you set up the software and you pair music nfts with your music node to earn so you either listen to nfts and you make money um if you love all kinds of music and want to support the growth of a decentralized music network interesting and also interesting i mean it's not really partnering with snoop dogg it's like three things but if snoop dogg's working with them you have a death row label this man Snoop Dogg has had the last two albums of his have been blockchain related. Might be something. Um, as a player node owner, you get a chance to you get the chance to be surprised with an NFT from every drop on Gallon Music. Play music NFTs from every genre. Pair any music NFT with your node to earn rewards. Be one of the first pioneers in the network. You want to talk about pioneers? 
Sure. Adobe House launched an album called Blockchain in 2018. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's album before this was like, uh, it was something techy. But yeah, that, that was the idea, dude. No, it's dude. And, you know, how do you build an Adobe House blocks? Should have just named the the album Nodes. Nodes is cool. What do you think of Limp Nodes? Um, blockchain. Are there any other blockchain albums? It's, it's surprisingly not on the blockchain, that album. How will rewards are listened to earn work? Nodes earn by helping musicians earn. Gala Music is breaking the old streaming model in which artists were paid almost nothing for their listens to build by building a new ecosystem. When a user listens to a song from the Gala Music Network, the first thing that happens is the artist is rewarded. The second thing that happens is the, the node network and hosted NFT owners are rewarded for making that possible. This means that you help an artist out by hosting their song on a music node. Hmm. I'm going to dive deep into it because it's pretty interesting. Snoop Dogg is adjacent. Snoop Dogg death row from Blackstone. I would still like to know the money amount for Blackstone. Can't find it. Stashbox on Gala for $5,000 from Snoop Dogg, though. The Blackstone Group. That's a sick name. Is it better than BlackRock? I no, like it. because BlackRock owns more. Blackstone. Yeah, let's just buy Death Row Records. Fuck it. Just return, it's man. Accelerating returns. It's just playing the game, yo. BlackRock is an American multinational investment management company and corporation based in New York City, only founded in 1988. It owns the world. $10 trillion in assets under management. Trillion? Trillion. What the fuck do they own? Everything. Go do a deep dive. It's great. Damn. BlackRock and Vanguard. Enjoy. Yeah, Vanguard owns a lot of shit. All right, man. Listo. Listo. Net income, $5 billion. Total assets in 20, Q3. That's a Get lot wrecked. of money. You Get can't wrecked. take that money with you when you die, you know? <laughs> We're a corporation. Suck it. We don't die. $22 billion trillion. BlackRock coffee, dude? Wait a second. How much debt is the U.S. in? U.S. Um, debt. A couple hundred, maybe? Uh, U.S. national debt clock, real time. Oh, good. This is a lot. Oh, 30. Well, I, I can't even read this number. Billion. <laughs> it's hard to read. I can't, so that's a hundred. Thirty trillion. Thousand. Thirty Three days ago, the U.S. <laughs> national debt surpassed thirty trillion, and BlackRock owns assets under management management of ten trillion. What if Joe Biden was like, "Yo, just, just like sell all your shit and just cut off a third of our debt, BlackRock"? They're probably holding up most of the economy. Yeah, honestly, like, yeah, probably have their fucking hand up Joe Biden's ass. Honestly, they all do. US There's actually club. a book that was like an expose of like I think it was it was written by a right dude, so it was about like the the left being with those corporations. Um but yeah, no, that's a thing. <laughs> this is an interesting website. I'm surprised there's no ads on here. Hey man, it's just about showing people how much debt the US is. Hey, a small, tiny little ad could <laughs> feed you free a lot on, on a website like this. 
ranking first, you can make like 10 grand a month. Definitely more. Jesus, this is a great site. These, these numbers just keep going up. If you want Savings per family, $17,000. I feel like that's, that's inaccurate. That's, that's, that's what the, the freaking... That sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah, maybe people should be better at saving. Better at incoming. Yeah, income must be increased. Make yourself more valuable to the market then, God damn it, <laughs> Jesus. Make serious. your skills better. I don't want to pay somebody for doing nothing. Fuck. We all got a job to do. Impact Frothy. someone's life. Make something to impact society. Sell a million people a $1 thing. You'll be a millionaire. Rick and Ron, everybody, enjoy your Super Bowl. Enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's copyrighted, so I don't think you actually say that on YouTube. Oh, fuck. Enjoy the, the NFL championship. <laughs> Did you know that the Washington football team change their name from Washington football team to the freaking like commanders. The Washington football team as a name was dope. It only happened a year and I might get a hat to commemorate it because it was Washington a cool name. Football team was Cause it's just what it is. You know, it's straight to the point. This is a football team from Washington. Yeah. I don't know. That's sure. It's on the wake of, of having to change their name because it was derogatory, but it was a cool name. Washington football team. And the like, colors were cool. It was freaking burgundy, and it was just a freaking script that said Washington football team. The Los Angeles basketball team. Doesn't sound as cool, but it did take a year for people to like the name Washington football team. Yeah. Maybe Los Angeles is too many two words. The LA basketball team. You ever notice that they say the Los Angeles Lakers and the LA Clippers? Oh, yeah? Always, yeah. Really? You never hear... Or at least officially, you'll never hear the Los Angeles Clippers. I, I hear LA Lakers. Really? Even even you saying that sounds weird. LA Lakers. Yeah, a, I'm, I'm talking like not from like fans, from like the organization. Yeah, they might do it on purpose to uh, differentiate, or they oh. know that the big bucks are in the Lakers. Maybe, which is apparently not. Are you still fanboying for Clippers right now? Bro, Clippers to like die. <laughs> Clip life for life, bro. I think the Lakers are like, there's a trade for James Harden from the Nets. That was a big one. To the Lakers? No. To the Clippers. Uh, Philadelphia. Oh. <laughs> Man, if it ain't Clipper news, bro. If it ain't about my Clips, the Inglewood Clippers, I don't want it. Shout out Andre Iguodala, dude. Mm. Andre Dawes on the Warriors. He's just pushing money around in Silicon right now. Only 38, dude. So young. He's back on the Warriors. 6'6". Six, six, bigger than I am. Almost as big as I am. <laughs> but he'll get there. I need a haircut. I really need a haircut really bad. Oh, man, I, I, it was the first time in a while that the haircut popped into my head as a, as a thought. So I'm getting close. I feel like I can't go today because everybody's getting their haircut right now or tomorrow. Do you have a, do you have a go-to barber? Don't say it. But. No, I don't because everyone here is charging an arm and a leg, bro. Fucking. Yeah. There's this place downtown that's charging $75 for a haircut. Mm. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, are the Amazon salons in town yet? No, but they... Yo, Jeff. That's make thing. that shit. Like literally, there's a, there's a salon. 
that Amazon salon. Just an Amazon salon? Do they cut black people hair? I think it's kind of just a lady, a lady story right now. Oh, damn. They're going to fucking tear up shop because Los Angeles, I don't know about salons, but barbers are, it's, it's egregious how much they're charging. I th- what, what I think they did, uh, I'll look it up for next episode because it's, it's a really cool piece. Um, but they like basically contracted salon workers into their own Amazon storefront. And then like you can augment your hair and stuff, see it in different colors. Wow, so it's cheaper and cooler. Yeah. Well that's what happens is with with scale. Yeah. Innovator's gonna innovate. Until you scale so much that you can't, but I, I mean at some point. Like Facebook, you saturate, but if you saturate with like consumer goods, get people hooked on subscriptions. Oh, Amazon is such a moat, dude. I need more Amazon investment. Damn. Ooh, a, a haircut split, subscription service. Google cool. split, by the way. Oh, I heard uh, that. Google stock split. It's coming. Four to one. Would you pay $100 a month to get unlimited haircuts? No, I'm not a, I'm not a frequent haircut person. Yeah, that's actually but I'm, a lot. I'm sure some people, definitely. Maybe if I paid $100 a month, I get a haircut every week. But even after one week, I'd be like, did they even do anything? Do I hear him? Yeah, like you gotta wait a little bit. Yeah, so maybe maybe like fifty dollars a month, like weekly, uh, or bi bi weekly, like uh, pampering, like skin maybe. care and stuff. Like, yeah, you, know. you get like shit in the mail or something. Yeah, I was gonna say like going to a place, but yeah, it's a little out, a little time. I could cut it myself, but like that's a risk. That's not worth it. unless you just shave it yeah i don't know about that Whoosha. Whoosha. i already thought about like i said i was thinking about cutting and uh going to a place and be like yo i need me a two all around and then they're gonna be like oh wait you have so a lot of hair I'm like yeah cut it there just go bald beard muscles sleeve tats i have two good, good i have too good of hair genes to go bald I don't know if my if I'll go bald in that time will tell. Right now I'm still it's still fine. Grandparents, lowly head of hair. Dead now, but whilst living, beautiful hair. My dad is bald. Curly. My hair's actually a little stringy right now. Might be because of the temperature and the air. But I got a head full of curly hair, dude. Beautiful. Curly. Yeah, I used to have dreadlocks. Yeah, that was fun. Got a little little characters in there, little chapters. Yeah, it's like it's like the weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like literally, like I was thinking, like there's like levels. Yeah, and it's I a think, great way to think about life is, is chapters and, and levels. Yeah, I, I Google photos and whatnot. I see myself with hair lengths, but if you have um, different styles, then you really know. This I was was, 17 to 20. I wish I could go back. Me being 26 could go back to 20 or 21 when I was working at that restaurant or that microphone store and just appeared in front of my younger self, giving him this book and then <laughs> disappeared. Yeah. I would have read it. Well, this, I, I, that, I do that kind of um, when I meditate. I haven't done it lately, but uh, I kind of envision past meditation sessions and like in 25th street uh there's a couple like in that place but like 
talking to past self. Pretty interesting because right now what you're doing is basically future self or past self. You know, you're kind of doing your your future self things, and then mm -hmm. you can't really get all the way there from future to past. But uh, that timeline, know. that timeline perspective is pretty interesting. I didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah, and I don't know what I don't know now. So, thirty-one year old me will probably be like, "What the fuck was that guy doing? What? Yeah. What are you doing, dude? No, your passion is gardening. What are you? <laughs> What's this fucking crypto shit about? <laughs> Make a garden TikTok, bro. The this is solid. That was funny. <laughs> I would put I would put that put that in the bit in the stand up. Like, what do you really want to do? Look into your heart. You want to be out there in the garden, just toiling like, with the weeds. Like, like uh, standing on a window pane and be like, what are you doing? No. What are you doing? You love zucchinis. Oh, God. Jesus. Don't take the vaccine. <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be a great, like a three minute short or something. Oh, God. Just like, like a, <laughs> a guy walking through LA and then just like a homeless, crazy person pops out and is in from the future. He'd be like, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. I'm 2050. Everybody's going to die. What are, you, are you me from the future from 30 years from now? I'm like, no, this is 2025, dude. <laughs> Bro, this, this is November 2022. It's, it's, it's bad. It's really, you talk about exponential growth. Oh my oh, goodness. Jesus. I have thank, never seen. You didn't get the booster, did you? Oh, thank God. That's funny. What if it was like the people that didn't get the booster died, but the people that did lived? The booster was the cure to the second <laughs> vaccine. Oh, that, that, that's a cool little sci-fi thriller. Yeah. They're oh, like, oh, yeah, we messed up, dude. Everybody, hey, go get that booster. Oh, fuck. Go get that booster, bro. Yo. <laughs> just like president Every the, the governor's goes uh, governor of the of a sci-fi world goes on camera and be like yo you're gonna want to get that <laughs> yo okay so everybody's kidneys are it, failing <laughs> so we got to make a new variant to scare people into getting another shot sure 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 sure, sure, sure. holy shit solid okay uh before we go um is the pandemic over because mask mandates are being lifted and a month i swear to god a month and a half ago, maybe less, I feel like there was just raging cases. Like, everybody was afraid. And now, like, shit's just being lifted. Like, nothing happened. And that I was like yesterday. Stats. I did uh, stroll by. There was a TV cable news that had a COVID headline, which either means they got to ramp it back up or something, or, or the stats are lagging in. Uh, I don't know. I'm mean, trying to like just try to suppress it for the Super Bowl so they can get some money into the economy and then bam, <laughs> it's gonna come back again. All right, you know you can go to LA. Yeah, no, no, LA. Yeah, um, you're good. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm looking at a chart right now. Yeah, what you got? And it literally just shot up, peak, huge peak, January 16, and then just dropped down. That's weird. What could that be? From? I mean, holiday, December stuff, traveling. Um, yeah, true. I think you kind of saw the same thing at the beginning of 21. Um, it's like, or, like a, twice the peak of last, last January. And these are cases or deaths? These are cases, these are cases in California. Uh, uh, let's just see. California uh, might be a good barometer. Go all. United States. Let's look at the world. 
<laughs> oh god everyone's dying oh god it can't go high enough so yeah there's still a peak but it's going down yeah interesting, so. interesting. maybe people are like you know fuck it dude let's just live with it I mean, that's that how it goes i give it to a nice uh 2025 2026 where everything's really low low like low not maybe not stats but sentiment and they're gonna be like where do we get all that shit for i, th- I mean i think it was coals. a i think it was an okay move i think it was pretty, handled pretty okay especially yeah. from an economics perspective I need I, I need a couple years of reflection before I have a solid opinion on how we handled it. I need to see how the economy fares because I feel like we S- still haven't slow seen moving, that. slow moving. Yeah, I, think need, like, I mean, a decade of data from, from people <laughs> that you know I enjoy listening to. There's a solid opinions of like, yeah, uh, Fed did a good move of like just pumping money in there or else everything would have died. But you probably see that on the back end a little bit towards a lag of like, Oh, okay. This is what would have happened <laughs> if we didn't do this. It's but, like, it's like the, the, the Disney Marvel series. What if, for sure. what if we left the economy open, man, probably a lot of hurt, but you probably see a little hurt on the back end. Like I said, a little bit now. Up and wasn't that down. bad. Well, lagging in. I mean, I inflation is pretty high right now. Pretty you know, high, well, yeah. seven hasn't been that in a minute. And yeah, uh, plus supply chain, which might have COVID written on it. Effects. Plus yeah. semiconductors. Plus, I don't know. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of different factors factoring into each other. All the time. And X freaking makes an effect on B. And there's a whole alphabet in between. Yeah. Yeah. Good day, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah, buddy. Enjoy your week.